Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. So for this week's episode, we're talking about the Apple Big Conference, which happened on Monday, the Apple WWDC 2019. To start off, like, doesn't that sound too complicated for (laughs) Apple? Yeah. I mean, the name Apple, iPad, iPhone, so simple, but WWDC. DC 19. It's at least one W too long. Way too long. (laughs) Just call it the World Developer Conference instead of Worldwide. Or just Apple's new shit. Yeah. Or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, that would be way better. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying, you know. I mean, for those who don't know, basically, they just do this every June to roll out new software and some new hardware too, mostly software. And then they have another conference in September where they roll out new iPhones and et cetera. But this one is for like iOS and stuff like that. Yeah. No computer, other smaller stuff that most people won't be into, but they throw it out there for those who care. So yeah, let's let's start with, uh, I don't know, what, what caught your eye? For us, we're doing a podcast right now. And one interesting thing for me from that is that on computers, at least, Apple is dismantling iTunes and instead making it Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Apple TV all as separate apps. And that may not sound like a big deal for most people, but iTunes changed the game back when it came out, though. Yeah. I remember that shit was, like, cool as fuck. I think even before I had an iPhone or anything, it was, like, where you checked out the latest music. I remember it used to, like, go on, like, once a week. They used to release, like, the free track or album of the right. week just to see what they would put out there. Because you didn't want to pay that 99 cents for a single track, you know. And you might get a hit. Or you just, I don't know, find out some new music that you might be into. I never used it like i don't remember using it or even buying music on itunes really (laughs) that much this was kind of the tail end of cds so i mean this is getting a down a whole other rabbit hole of music listening and experiences with that so i don't know if we want to go that far down but (laughs) yeah the itunes free track of the week yeah i don't know i don't really remember it too much brother so i discovered lady gaga damn wale i think chitty bang wow (laughs) dude some some hitters uh some i forget but (laughs) yeah i actually like remember discovering or just giving the song a try because they would put it up there but yeah itunes it's a big deal until spotify and apple music pretty much but yeah yeah basically until streaming when itunes kind of not stopped to exist although now it is but it pretty much like it didn't serve a function anymore in the same way but we could talk about this forever yeah i mean in terms of like podcasts separating into another app i think it's a good move because i want to say 99.9 percent of the time listen to podcasts on my phone Mm -hmm. and part of the reason for that Besides just convenience, you know, when you're out and about or whatever. But I never listen on the computer because it's so just an awful interface on iTunes currently. Like, it's just a nightmare to use and so shitty of a design. 
that I never want to use it. Yeah, I can't say I've ever used it <laughs> at all. I mean, I think it could help with certain people using it who might not have otherwise or who might give it a chance now. Another cool thing is that they also said there's going to be a machine learning technology with it where basically when you search within the podcast app that it can show any sentence or whatever from the spoken content of the podcast episode, which I mean, depending who you are, might be a pro or con, but yeah, I mean, for sure has both in there, no matter who you are. Um, but it is, it is cool. Like, I mean, as a viewer, I think it's, or a listener, I think it's good as a host. I guess some don't want everything out there. They think podcasts are a little bit more of a sacred space, especially with the kind of harsh culture of the internet right now. Yeah, like in podcasting, I'll say like a great majority of podcasting, there's a lot of joking around and like your fans get your humor and things can easily get misinterpreted. And like, who knows what the first case of that will be where like some guy said a joke but people looked it up and like when you read just that sentence it looks awful but they don't really know the story behind it or what they were talking about or the gist around the conversation and that could become a problem like we've seen before with like twitter or articles yeah but another thing i'm thinking of is like a lot of things would probably get flagged or taken down because of a misuse of music or right a clip of a movie or something that yeah. they're out there and now the computer is completely reading oh pros and cons played 15 seconds of that new title the creator right or luckily we avoided for that reason <laughs> yeah, <but>. exactly <laughs> and then like episodes taken down and who knows what that can cost as well but there's a lot of good you could yeah. find a lot of stuff if you're interested in literally anything like i want to learn about <laughs> bees or wasps or this right. specific like brand of clothing or something and someone's out there talking about it you can just type it in and it'll just show you who's talking about it that shit is kind of dope yeah especially when topics are trending or right. you want to hear someone's take on this or that that just actually made me think of on the spot like they should have a trending topic section like on twitter but for podcasts copyright that or something <laughs> so you can get some money out of that because that sounds like a pretty good idea yeah i listen to a good amount of podcasts i know you do too and like i don't know when like the juicy small let thing happened like that shit would have <laughs> been number one <laughs> jesse jesse or maybe the computer wouldn't even read it correctly like it'll have three different like versions of it because if it's reading how people pronounce his name it was like juicy jesse <laughs> jesse i mean that's another thing too we'll see how accurate it's gonna be that's true or like what's it gonna do when theo vaughn makes up a word and <laughs> it's like uh what is he saying here yeah like <laughs> very possible no idea um or when my accent comes out you know what i mean like <laughs> it's gonna happen to the best of us and would it like actually know anything these is about or saying since <laughs> it's mostly all slang and <laughs> i don't know like i'm sure it will but it might take some work or some years of tweaking yeah but yeah that's that's pretty cool to see that they're kind of like acknowledging podcasts it's like a big thing now and yeah it's gonna be improving i mean and with the apple tv they're separate in that because they want to 
become a new competitor for Netflix, HBO, Amazon, etc. Shaking my head. <laughs> it's too many. I'm sure they could create one day like a bundle or something like oh get Apple TV and Apple Music and oh, whatever. That's going to come. I feel like for and sure. Maybe like I'd think about it, but dude, like Netflix, Disney, who owns a lot of shit, like believe yeah. it or not, like they're going to even have sports on there. I mean, ESPN has their own separate one too. <sighs> so many that like to the point it's going to be like paying a fucking cable bill. Right, exactly. Like, <laughs> So, I don't know. Like, it is what it is, but they're trying, I guess. But do you pro it being a separate app compared to within iTunes? Oh, yeah. Separate it. It didn't make full sense for movies and TV to be just within iTunes, you know? It's just like, why not just have it separate? Yeah. And their way, again, like we mentioned with the name, they always go super simple and, like, easy to navigate. Yeah. That's what's good about them. One con, though, in terms of something I wish they had announced, was that I really want to see Apple Music become more social because it's not the most friendly in terms of sharing music with friends. Like, yeah, you can send a link and whatnot, but they should have a super smooth, easy interface where you can share music with your friends within the app super easily playlists and profiles should be way better like they're slacking so hard on making apple music more of a thing in a way kind of like a music letterbox right like you follow who you want to follow and you see if they like add some new music or artists or playlists even think about how many times people post screenshots to their instagram stories of like a song myself included And what if you just had within Apple Music, like you said, like you're following certain people, which you can do now, but it's not like at all this. It's like the bare bones minimum. But imagine you were following people and you could see like their song recommendations or posting a song at a time or an album at a time or whatever. They could add comments if they want. Like I would want to see that. That's kind of cool. And you could have like also like direct messaging with friends like you could send them a song so that when they open the app they can just play it right there i mean you're not even wrong you should send that resume over (laughs) um but yeah and it would like forever erase the who was on him first right or her or the group it's like yo i got on it february 1st right here it says you got on it on the third you were two (laughs) days late i was bumping that shit for two days before you got on it or whatever it is and also even with apple tried the whole connect thing within apple music before of like artists to fans but it was terrible as but if they had an actual quality way for artists to interact with fans through it that could be dope too yeah and i don't even know that they're trying all that hard which is weird because we've seen like the last couple of years how like spotify does like the end of the year playlist which is like right cool and not cool at the same time but they like trying, you know, that's like yeah. something that's putting them out there. But Apple's just like, hey, either you love us or you don't. <laughs> You're going to listen to music. <laughs> yeah. But, hey, we also know that they do one thing at a time. So maybe on the WWDC 20, we'll see something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Overall, Apple Music, kind of a con because they didn't really change that much, even though they could have. 
Apple Podcasts Pro for separating it. We'll see about the whole search thing. And then for Apple TV Pro separating it, con the actual thing itself. You got it. But I guess I can add a kind of slightly changed Apple Music with new iOS 13. Ooh, with dark mode? Dark mode. I'm seeing pictures floating around the web of a black background when you're listening to music, which is interesting. Do you like that? Yeah, I'm a big fan. Mostly because I've had uh, great experiences with the night mode or dark mode on Twitter. Right. I really like it. It's like So that was your like gateway into night slash dark mode was Twitter. Yes. Twitter made me realize I need to see things this way. (laughs) Like a lot of us usually go on our phones or iPads, whatever it is, like at night, which could be straining on the eyes if you're staring at like a white screen. Even though you can bring the brightness down, it is still like super high contrast, you know, like could take a little toll on the eyes, you know. And yeah, it just looks nice. Although Twitter isn't quite black. It's more like a navy-ish, darker blue. But yeah, I... I'm looking forward to this. I'll for sure be using it. All the time or just like at night or? Yeah, it's one of those where I hope, I'm sure they will, fingers crossed, make it like easy to transition between like a regular mode and dark mode. Mm -hmm. Either like with the slide up, click it, it's on. But for sure, the thing I'm looking forward to the most. (laughs) Right. Definitely good to have the option. I think it's a pro for sure. And it looked pretty clean from the different demos they were showing of ways it can be used and etc what about a con for within ios 13 for you off the top there's like a bunch of little gimmicky stuff i call them gimmicks but it's more because like i could care less about them i'm sure people would find a use for them but like what when someone texts you now instead of like their photos it could be like the emoji faces oh yeah the memoji yeah memojis <laughs> Which, again, I don't have. I have an older iPhone. <laughs> but that's, like, whatever right. they have. So, like, hold. the cry face emoji. Instead of the yellow face, it's, like, your face. <laughs> Cartoon version yep. with the crying eyes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> it's just, like, I mean, I guess it's fun, but do I need it? Or do you even want it? Would you use it? It's a great question. <laughs> I feel like people used it, like, the first week it came out, and then, like, never again right there's other features i saw like you can send emails or do other things but you can like hide your emails and like apple would give you some made-up emails so that it's oh yeah like, with the sign in with you. apple so like yeah when you're on an app and it says like oh sign in with google and you log in through google and now it's like signing with apple and they make a whole private email thing that hides it mm-hmm. which is cool you know yeah it's a privacy thing yeah, exactly. It's like, it's small and like, really, but I don't know, they're trying, I guess, the little things. I mean, we're not going to cover every single detail, but the photos stuff, like when you're looking at your camera roll, is kind of cool. Like they can have videos autoplay and they have a version of when you're looking at it where like you're scrolling and videos are embedded along with the photos and they're mm-hmm. autoplaying and it looks kind of cool. It looks cool, but... Will it completely slow my phone down? Yes. Um, <laughs> there is already, like, some antiquated feature like that on the iPhone, where, like, if you're scrolling, you just half-tap 
and it'll like play the video i kind of use it every now and then when i'm like about to send a video and it's like is this the right one or is it the next one and like let me check it out real fast but in terms of how it looks yeah it does look dope it's like filling up the whole screen there's like no dead space it looks very nice and they have this like yearly feature where if you're browsing by the year it can go according to which day it is so if it's like the guy presenting it was his daughter's birthday in this example he is presenting so it would show for each of the past few years it would show her birthday in his photos of those days but also i got a question do these people ever clear out their camera rolls i mean i don't know i guess apple pays for their employees iCloud libraries maybe if you're like super <laughs> high up like that <laughs> so you could just keep them all there and maybe they only take photos on like birthdays and conferences <laughs> and etc but for me like man i gotta clear my shit out like i'll tell you right now because i haven't cleared my photos in a very long time damn goes back to 2016 so that's three years only two different iphones where i just transfer everything Mm-hmm. somehow i still have more than half my memory left i mean i do get like the largest memories but i guess over time yeah you'll have to delete or they're hoping that you cave into that icloud purchase but is their goal to eventually it be like 2050 and they're like oh look back at this time in 2010 all through my camera roll you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah maybe i don't know they're trying is it one of those movies where you're like looking through your memories and you're just swiping through your iPhone library. Yeah. Like in 10 years, I'm sure they'll have like, look at yourself age from 2010 oh, to God. 2037. <laughs> and it'll be like a 10 second like lapse video. Right. As you age. It'll be sad, but I could see it happen. Who was the guy that did that with the oh, like yeah. selfies? Some dude did it. And with videos too, like the first that vlogger. That was Casey Neistat, right? He probably else. did do it too someone's done it i've seen videos someone's done it for like their kids and for themselves Mm -hmm. for like 15 years and you just see them age or the dude that did like a whole year without getting a haircut and it was like every day like his hair growing or changing i've seen a few cool ones overall would you pro con don't really care on the new photos setup i'm like on the i don't care so I'd, i'd say i'm in between because i have an older phone i think if i had a newer phone that was faster looks better full screen i'd probably like light pro it i would say light con just because i still feel like they could do something more interesting or better with it um yeah see now like apple maps has street view kind of ish i know that maps people love it people hate it i tend to like it at least when i'm like driving around I was recently in the Dominican Republic and maps works like you can find stuff, but you cannot use it as a GPS. So when you try to like go, that's weird. Give me a route. Just there's no option for it. It just gives you the location. I think they just haven't done much work outside of the U.S. Right. (laughs) In terms of like accurately or being comfortable on accurately sending you somewhere without you going I mean, through certain bad streets or something at least in google maps i used that when i was in europe and it worked great but, but i don't know if apple is like no yeah google maps did work 
they were using that in ways yeah but i do remember when like maps first came out it was super glitchy it had like a lot of stuff they needed to fix so i'm assuming yeah they're still like working on it yeah i mean they said basically in this announcement that they made a whole new version of maps for the u.s which is rolling out by the end of the year and it's a lot more detailed and everything Mm -hmm. and then they said and who knows like how in depth it'll be but they said for more countries or the rest of the world by the end of next year or through next year so i guess we'll see maybe Mm -hmm. next year you can go from point a to point b in dr i don't know (laughs) No, yeah, I, I love maps, at least here. Like, I find it to be the smoothest and, like, clearest. And I just like Siri's voice like that <laughs> instead of, of more robotic ways or Google Maps. But, yeah. Hey, man, you could get celebrities on ways though. True. <laughs> I think I have heard the Snoop Dogg one or something like that. Quick sidebar. If you could have anyone to be your GPS voice, who would it be? Or biggest pro and biggest con. I'm going to say, off the bat, biggest con, DJ Khaled, who I think is an existing one for Waze. That's rough. (laughs) Yeah, it would be that. Someone with, like, an annoying voice. I'm, like, trying to think. Gilbert Gottfried. I don't even know if you know who that is. Who is that? He's, like, some comedian. Oh, he's... He used to do, like, the Aflac voice. Aflac! Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I was thinking, like, Ben Affleck. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But a good voice? You going with a singer, an accent? like Maybe both, yeah. Like <laughs> a little Georgia Smith or something. Oh. I'd do female for sure. I don't know if I want a dude talking to me. Like, it'll be on site, you know? Like, <laughs> I miss a turn. <laughs> I'll punch my iPhone. Um, but yeah, someone with like a nice soft voice. I'm not all that into accents like that, but Georgia, I mean, come on. What about, like, one of the podcast guys we listen to, or gals, but, like, Theo Vaughn, for instance? That'd be funny. Yeah. I don't know if it'd get old, you know? It's one of those, like, you'd try it if they put it out. Right. (laughs) But, like, on a nice road trip, like, from West Coast to East Coast or something, (laughs) you want something soothing, nice, you know? Yeah, that's true. Do you have someone in mind, since you brought up the question? Um, I might go with an actress, just to do something different. I agree, though, like, soothing would be dope or something relatively calm. I'm going to say either Rashida Jones mm-hmm. or Elle Fanning. Okay. Not mad at those. And I just heard, like, a podcast episode where they were talking, so maybe that's why they're at the top of my head right now. But I also love Rashida Jones, and Elle is a great actress, too. So, yeah, I definitely wouldn't mind either of them. What if they just add, like, Boston accent? Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the biggest con. Yeah, that, that'd be awful. I mean, Bill Simmons would be good, but any Red Sox fans outside of that, like, get out of there. Yeah, dude. I don't know if I'm ready to hear the N-word thrown at me <laughs> while I'm driving. Yeah, it's problematic, but all right, let's keep on. <laughs> See, this this is when that search thing for podcasts. A <laughs> oh. hey, perfect example right there. But everyone knows it's true. Shout out to Adam Jones. Yeah, you should be able to just like cycle super easily through any voice. You know what I mean? That's what Apple needs to bring next. 
hire this guy. <laughs> also in maps, just going back to that for a sec. So would you pro or con the map stuff? Like pro, just because I do like it and I see that they're trying to improve it. So let's see what's in store. I'll give the neutral, like nothing crazy either way for me. That's fair. And usually with the new iOS, it does transfer to iPads. So that means I'll be getting a new update on my iPad as well. I really like my iPad. I guess I'm kind of glad with what I'm seeing. It's no longer just a big iPhone. It's now somewhere in between an iPhone and like an iMac or a computer interface. I don't know what that does for me. Like, I still like what it is. Right. Now it has its own operating system. Right. iPad OS. Which, interesting. Yeah, they're separating everything. Yeah, I mean, like one example, I think they said that with websites before... You know, you'd have a mobile version on your phone and on your computer or iMac, you would have, you know, full website version. And then on iPad, sometimes it would load the wrong one or mm-hmm. whatever. So now they're trying to make it better. No, yeah. Like sometimes it would open as a mobile and sometimes it opens as like a regular desktop website. But yeah, hopefully they improve that. And they well, have like, like split screen stuff now too. Yeah, it's weird because like a few iOSs ago, they had that. Right, it I sounded familiar. It. And then, like, they made an update and took it off. It was glitchy, like, it would work well with some things and not yeah. with others. Because I remember, like, I used to, I don't know, be on Instagram or Twitter, which, that sounds fake, because <laughs> iPad does not have an Instagram app. <laughs> but you can download the iPhone one, <laughs> which is phony. I would, like, use whatever app, and then, like, I'll get a message, and you can open, like, a side screen of just all your messages and, like, reply, but... Yeah, one day they just did an update and it was gone. <laughs> I never saw that shit again. But it just needed more work. They, like, rushed it out. But, yeah, all I really want is dark mode. I'm happy with my iPad as it is. I don't have an iPad. I've used them before, but I don't own one, so I can't really speak to it. And then, speaking of computers, there's the new Mac OS Catalina, which... I don't know, nothing super crazy in that update. I don't know that there's ever been, like, a new update or OS that I've been like, damn, this is fire, like, I've been waiting for this. It's always like, yeah, your computer's now a little faster. And you already got the dark mode on the last one, right? Yes. So. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Again, if it is true that they are improving on speed and all that, sure, but I don't know, cool. Make it more secure, I guess, too. Yeah, I mean... I think it's a problem when you watch or see about the announcement of what's new and you can't remember a single thing, which is my case. Snow bueno. <laughs> so yeah, maybe we should move on to what was really important on this WWDC 19, which I think I heard them say dub dub. Is that what they call it? Yeah. Well, one of the guys. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> I guess that simplifies it a little bit. It was that new Mac Pro. Which looks like a cheese grater. I see it. Yeah. <laughs> it does look like it. It looks really weirdly outdated. Yeah. This was like my biggest problem with it. Apple tends to always go with like a great simple design that could possibly be timeless. Although every design tends to get old one right. day. 
whether it takes one year or two decades yeah it's gonna eventually get old but they usually go with like a timeless type of feel to things yeah this feels like some 2019 fashion week shit that next year is gonna be outdated yeah i didn't get it no it's really weird i don't know if it's like functionality or something like legit has like holes in it like it just bizarre somehow i still like the one from a couple years ago which was like the trash can looking one <laughs> if you remember it was like a cylinder super round but yeah again that one's like super seamless like you could put it anywhere in your house and it could be either art right a speaker amazon I mean, it's like the home pod that they have yeah exactly <laughs> like it could be anything and i think that works and this it's more like if you walk into my house you'll see it right away and be like what the fuck is that why right. is that in your living room or wherever it is <laughs> Have you seen the price of it? Or what it's expected oh, it's like to cost? it's like 6K, right? Something light. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which is insane. Oh my God. It is a Mac Pro, which they tend to make for like artists and people that are doing like actual heavy work on this. Right, like, and video editing. If you're making that. like an actual feature blockbuster movie with special effects and everything you want something like this even though maybe they're not using this computer they're probably using something even crazier bigger that's the audience they want they want like a company or a group a person that's gonna put this shit to work and like i don't know have you seen the specs on it not that i don't know if you're like all into that no, i used to be i kind of zone that stuff out or I like skim by it during my early college years i was like all into this because my dad is into it and stuff and like the game has changed i'll just say that because <laughs> this wasn't even that long ago but i guess i'll just throw them out there the computer would have up to four gpus i think that's like three more than my computer has <laughs> and you have an imac 28 cores i believe it's like 24 more than my imac has four terabytes on solid state drive that's mind-boggling like i remember two or three years ago like a 256 gigabyte solid state drive was like 500 dollars. i mean this computer also costs <laughs> six thousand but but they're putting like a four terabyte solid state drive which if you guys don't know it's like the fastest form of a hard drive but it's not a hard drive it's not a solid state drive um <laughs> It's like the top of the top. Just put it that way. But this is the craziest one to me. <laughs> she has 1.5 terabytes of RAM. Pull up your computer. How much RAM? Or I don't know if you know from the top of your head how much RAM your computer has. I want to say yours is 16. Yeah, mine has 16. That's 16 gigabytes. That's like a little above normal too. Yeah. Minus like double eight. normal. Yeah, yeah, minus 8 gigabytes. Because it's like a casual desktop I bought. Right. Um, this has 1.5 terabytes again. That's equivalent <laughs> to like 1,600 gigabytes. That's insane. Yeah. Because <laughs> literally, again, like I told you, I don't keep up with this anymore. But right. like the last I remember of like tip top RAM computers would be like 32 was crazy. <laughs> and I think the cylinder one I'm telling you about. I think it was like topped out at like 64 and i was like yo that's crazy <laughs> and this was like two or three years ago right this is really to do like blockbuster fucking 8k movies and stuff yeah i'd pro it 
just because it's like such a huge step up this is really the future you know what's crazy though <laughs> they're not even calling the computer revolutionary they're calling <laughs> the what we are conning oh revolutionary yo r.i.p steve jobs sad yo sad he was an asshole but we miss him i mean speaking of which one thing that he didn't get to see come to fruition is the apple watch and you have one mm-hmm. i don't have one so what do you think of these updates i mean they're not anything super crazy but as someone who uses it does it help does it hurt does it not really make a difference not really i mean i also have like second generation one which is a little outdated now but for apple watch (laughs) it does what it is which is what everyone calls it it is actually a glorified notification center right so you don't need to have your phone on you or iPad on you or whatever. And you'll get everything and have access to everything from your wrist. Do you mainly use it for text messages and stuff or anything else? Yeah, like messages just literally to keep me aware of when I get things or mm-hmm. mostly when I'm outside. It's like an easy way when you don't have your phone on you or paying attention to it. Because I usually keep my phone, like, either on silent or vibrate. Yeah, and it, it works well. I like it when I'm, like, driving GPS features. Because every time, you know, there's, like, a turn here or in 300 feet do this or that. It does, like, tap you and, like, tell you what you have to do. In connection with it running yeah. on your phone. Yeah. So, like, even before, like, the iPhone tells you, it starts tapping you slowly when you have something that's coming up. Mm. I would miss a lot more exits if I didn't have it. I do also like it for like health reasons. They have like the health kit app and like which is something they announced some updates on for this one. Yeah, to like just track movements and like I've always been into it since like the Nike Feel Band and all that, which I owned. Just again, like to keep track of like how you've been doing, yeah, that walking, was like running. Such a moment of time, like it was such a brief thing. Like it was so sick at the time, and yeah. then it like disappeared like i didn't even think about it for however many years since literally right now when you brought it up <laughs> yeah that shit was it was so cool looking too yeah i still have mine somewhere in my dad's attic yeah other than that i don't the features anything new i don't know that i would use the newer ones do have better stuff like some have phone signals so you don't actually need a phone near it to get messages and use it gps on it or anything else but yeah i again like pro i guess because they are fixing and adding stuff like on the health app and Mm -hmm. maybe new watch faces and stuff right (laughs) what do you think about like the aspect of apps being able to run independently from the phone now or certain ones at least right that's the thing like i don't think it I don't think it's going to work on mine because I have an older one. Oh, right. But what about like ones, in general, though? Oh, yeah, that works. Because yeah. a lot of people didn't want it when it first came out because of that. It right. was so dependent on the phone. Yeah, it almost defeated the purpose. Yeah, exactly. Because I have to use mine literally as a notification center because of that. But the newer one, you can easily, like you go on runs, right. leave your phone behind and just use the phone. Like if your mom was calling you or something. Right, or, yeah, that'd be great. Whatever the case may be, in that way, it's kind of it's kind of cool. 
And I know the new ones are also like waterproof, so you can swim with them, track swimming. I see on the new one, you can like track cycling too, which is kind of cool. cycles if you're a lady. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out to them. Like, can't forget about the ladies out here. And on the watch too, now they have a separate app store just for the watch, which is kind of cool. Although they should have had it from the beginning. Yeah, they should have had that from the start. I mean, unless there's anything else you wanted to add, we could just go into overall. I mean, for me, I would say light con, just because, again, RIP Steve Jobs, it's not the same anymore. Apple just rolls out these little changes bit by bit, and it's always a little disappointing because it's never anything like, whoa. Yeah, it's never actually revolutionary. Right. (laughs) Which is what we want and need, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'd I'd side with you. Like Khan, they're trying, but dark mode isn't enough for me to give you a pro. Yeah. And that was WWDC19. Yeah. Hashtag it. This has been Pros and Cons, which is part of Cesspool Network. You can find all our episodes and other Cesspool Network episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you got your podcasts. Damn, it's an Apple episode, and you shouting out Spotify first? They just need to make it more social, like Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) We'll save it for another episode, but Apple Podcasts could for sure be more social, too. Just like Apple Music. Yeah. We'll be back next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Peace.